Hey everybody, I hope you are doing well. Wow, what an incredible service uh, so far. Worship, getting to hear incredible stories of what God's done throughout this year. Uh, I loved hearing about Chip and Shailene and also Reuben and the others, people that have come to faith and experienced God in incredible ways in the last year or so at Mid-Cities. And you were a part of that. And we're going to take a moment here just to look back at this last year as, all, as well as look forward to what God's going to do. And this is something that's very biblical. Uh, it's a good rhythm to get into, looking back and looking forward. And I, I think of Deuteronomy 8, where the writer of Deuteronomy is specifically talking about uh, to the Israelites, about looking back uh, where God had brought them out of slavery, out of Egypt, and through the desert, 40 years of leadership within the desert, miracle upon miracle, to remember that, and also uh, to recall that before they enter into the new place that God has for them. And in Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, verse 6, it says this, So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs flowing out of the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees, of pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, and a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Man, that's an encouraging thing, isn't it? If you've been wandering the desert for 40 years, you've come out of slavery, here you're going to have your own land. Yeah, you're going to go to a new place. Uh, God doesn't say it's without its battles. He doesn't say it's going to be a perfect land. He doesn't say, hey, you're never going to struggle in this land, or there won't be enemies to fight in this land. All of those are a reality. But but there's a good place, a land to live in uh, and cultivate. And this is the promise of God. But before that, he reminds them, don't forget. Don't forget who led you out of the wilderness. Don't forget the things that God has done in your life. And as I look at this lesson that I think is so vital for us, a constant practice of looking back, I think of, I think of Mid-Cities this last year. I think of what God's done through us, through you guys, not just through these stories, but through all the other things. I recall being with uh, our, our ENC campus uh, ministry team, their Christmas party this year, uh, standing up with about 60 kids there from all over Midland, Odessa, from Odessa College, Midland College, UTPB, and asking, how many of you guys are from outside the United States? And man, as we did that, let me just tell you, it was amazing. We had we had 11 different people from different countries from all over, uh, as far as Belgium and Dubai to Canada and Scotland. God is bringing college kids to our church and to our campus ministry. That's so encouraging and exciting. Many of them shared testimonies of what God was doing in their lives. Stories just like, like Rubens and Chip and Shailen's and others have shared their story here today. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? What God is doing and I know he's doing things in you. Uh, when I think about the church, when I think about Mid-Cities and what he's done, I think about the calendar year. We started out in January. Uh, we spent some time talking about what it would mean for revival to come, elements of revival. We talked about uh, repentance and prayer and holiness as key demarcations of what it would mean to have revival come into our world. 
And so um, we, we spent time on that. If you'll remember last February, the ice apocalypse happened. It froze everywhere. And we had to, we had to adjust because there was people without power. The church was without power. We ended up uh, absorbing thousands of gallons of water in our sanctuary. But man, just like he does every time, God came through. Many of you responded. You came. We had people with water trucks sucking out water. We had, we had people mopping up water, drying things out. And you know what? Next Sunday, we had church just as planned. And if you didn't know it, you wouldn't have even realized what happened. Man, God is so faithful, and he proves his faithfulness through you and your faithfulness. We then dove into the book of Ruth and talked about what it would be like to what it is like when God redeems us. And he is a redeemer. It's what he does. And I looked at Naomi and Ruth and Boaz and this incredible story. Uh, Then we moved on over to Easter. And what an incredible time we had this Easter. Uh, So rich in light of of the previous Easter where we had to go online because of COVID. It was such a joy just to get together. After Easter, we had the after party, an incredible idea our staff had to go, hey, maybe let's, because of COVID, learning the lessons from that, let's think outside of the box and create a space that would be easy to invite friends to. We saw people get baptized. We saw people come to faith in Jesus Christ. We saw people share their story there in an incredible way. And we had families just enjoy being with one another at church. It was incredible. We did it on all of our campuses, and you guys were a part of that. And we dove into the book of Hebrews, studied, looking at don't, not giving up, the series, Don't Give Up, and uh, learning to keep our eyes on Jesus. We went through the summer, and we were able to have camps, youth camp, Every Nation Youth Camp and Extreme Kids Camp. Man, what a gift, and we, we savored it because we weren't able to do this last year because of COVID, and man, that ministry was so rich. We dove into finances and God's view through the Almighty's dollar as we studied that over the summer. And coming out of that, we had our incredible jump campaign, inviting people to jump into our dream teams and take ownership of the church. And people did. We saw over 120 people plug in in various ways to say, man, I want to be a part of the dream team. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not just be a volunteer. I'm going to be a servant at Mid-Cities. We want to serve because Jesus did. Then we dove into one of, I would consider, one of our most important series that we've had in a long time at Mid-Cities. That was Zoe, A Theology for Life, where we discovered a threefold grid by which we should view the world, by which we should view life. And uh, the concern that was developed in me and lots of our leadership was over the, all the challenges of the last couple of years, we need a biblical worldview. So we talked about how do we see things like death and life and marriage and singleness and gender and sexuality through the grid of the Bible, through the grid of creation and fall and redemption. Man, what an incredible time as we dove into God's word during those days, much of it in the book of Genesis and in the gospels. And then we finished out our year uh, looking at 1 John and diving into what it looks like to love people the way he's called us to. What an incredible time. And as I think about what God's doing, there's a few things that uh, I think the Lord showed me as I thought about this. Um, He's showing us how how to process this world in which we live in a biblical way, to live out the kingdom principles in reality. He's He's showing us and teaching us that 
man, we got to see things as followers of Jesus, not just whatever uh, views that are, we're surrounded by. Uh, man, this was so important of a lesson for all of us to learn this last year. I'm so proud of what God's did. I could tell you about the countless other stories. I could tell you about the prayer moments and the ministry moments that are engaged with spirits. I could tell you about how it was a time of regathering. This was a year we were able to have Free Indeed and Financial Peace University and Freedom Weekends and uh, our, our Rise Women event and our uh, Guys Night Out were just so incredible how God touched people and met people there in those moments. And I just want to say thank you, man. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for your prayer. Thank you for engaging. Thank you for loving. Thank you for giving. Thank you for all that you do and that we are truly better together. As a shepherd, as a pastor, one of my desires is that God would gather the sheep. And 2021 was a year of regathering. We saw some people move away. Oil field jobs, challenges in the work environment around Midland, Odessa. But we also saw many come in brand new, and we're excited about what God's doing here at Mid-Cities. As I look to the next season, this next year, you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about God using us to engage people with hope. There's so much hopelessness. You guys see it? You see it in your workplace? You see it when you're, when you're going around the community? There are people that need hope. And you know what? Hope is only found in Jesus. We have found hope. You found hope through Jesus Christ. And so as we dive into this next year, it's a time to invite people. Invite people to church. Invite people into your home. Invite people into your life. There are so many dealing with uh, debilitating anxiety and stress. What they really need is the presence of someone and the hope of Jesus. And I think we can bring that as a church family. So man, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about what God's gonna be doing as we embark on an emphasis of church planting. I believe what God has for us is amazing as uh, these sites that we've launched are. Neely is doing incredible, you guys are killing it. Espanol, we've launched uh, at 191 years ago. And just this last year, we were able to get into our new building at Espanol Odessa. You guys are doing amazing. And I love it. And as we grow and engage people, man, God's going to continue to show up and meet us. But I have a burden that we should plant churches in other places throughout Texas and the United States and Mexico and beyond. And we are going to be intentional. This next year, you're going to hear more about what we're going to do to plant more churches through mid-cities. Life-giving, spirit-empowered, Christ-centered churches. And I believe God wants to do something there. So you're going to be looking for more info about that as we emphasize that in this year. Also, uh, I'm excited about expanding ministry to people with disabilities. This is an area that has been on our hearts uh, and we are going to engage in that uh, in a greater capacity in these next years to serve families of those with disabilities in 2022. These are just a few of the things coming up, and I can't wait to continue on in this journey with you. Now, I want to take a moment before we close today. We're going to have a worship moment. Our worship team has an incredible song and as they sing this song, I want you to consider something. 
What has God done in you and in your family in 2021? I want you to personally look back, just like, just like the writer of Deuteronomy was calling the Israelites to look back. How did God bring you through? How did God bring you through the wilderness? What did God do in your life in this last year? What are miracles that happened, answered prayers? Now, I can tell you personally, for Kayla and I, I could name multiple answered prayers right now. Has this year been the easiest? No. Has there been challenges? Of course, just like everybody else. But I promise you, God has answered prayers, and we've seen his faithfulness. And I want to encourage you, as, as the worship team sings this song over us, to consider the areas of faithfulness that God has come through for you this last year. And what do you believe in God for as we go into 2022? Mid-Cities, I love you, and I'll see you next Sunday. mountain top looking just how far we've come knowing that for every step you were with us kneeling on this battleground seeing just how much you've done knowing every victory was your power in us scars and struggles on their way joy our hearts can say yes our hearts can say never once did we ever walk alone never once did you leave us on our
forevermore. We'll be 